Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's up guys? Dr. Tom here, and you're listening to The Positivity Effect, episode number 87, Live Millionaire Case Study. Thank you guys for tuning into today's episode. We got a great show lined up. Just a couple of quick announcements. As always, come find me on Snapchat. My username is T Retcher. That's T-R-E-C-H-E-R. Snapchat's awesome. If you're not on it, you got to get on it. It's a great way to connect with people. And we've been having a lot of fun. Thank you guys for reaching out and sharing with me how the show is impacting your life. Number two, the Positivity Effects store is live. So just head over to PositivityEffects.com to check out what I have up there. And during the month of May, if you put in the promo code LAUNCH at checkout, you'll get 10% off that order. Today we have Calvin Wayman back on with us. And Calvin is a social media entrepreneur. He's also a speaker, owner of a social media management agency. He's the host of the Millionaire Case Study, which we're going to get into today, and the creator of the Periscope Pro course. And Calvin's passion is helping entrepreneurs grow their business by taking advantage of modern tools and technology. So we're going to talk about that millionaire case study, that live millionaire case study. We're going to talk about how I still get nervous for podcast interviews. We're going to talk about a humbling experience of a successful social media entrepreneur early on in his career, and really just so much more. So guys, check out what Calvin is doing over at calvinwayman.com. And help me welcome him now to The Positivity Effect. Hey, what's up, Calvin? Welcome back to The Positivity Effect. Hey, Tom. Glad to be here for round two. That's it. Ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. Calvin, thank you so much, man. We, we, we really touched on so much yesterday. And it's, it's just that simple lesson that you have to, rem- if you want to remove the fear, you have to think about what are the bigger fears? I love that, that non-conventional right. way that you look at it. And how you can get to that is by looking into the future and asking that future self, hey, give me some wisdom, man. Like, <laughs> help yeah. guide me to where I am today. Yeah. And, and I think the punchline with that and kind of how I ended the last episode is it, it's you. Like, you're, you're, you're tapping into your older self, but that's within you. Like, you, you've got it. You, you really know, like deep down, it's scary to really trust yourself sometimes because we're, kind of, <laughs> we're kind of conditioned that everybody else has the answers, the schools, the teacher manual, or, or all your friends. But no, you've got it. Tap into you. Absolutely. And so I want to talk about this, this project that you're doing because it's kind of like actually, it's like what you do with yourself and you're now creating this for, for everyone. Uh-huh. And it's, You're talking it's, millionaire case study. Millionaire case study. It's powerful because and if you know just hearing you chatting about it and and learning uh, learning about it there's there's so many stories about how somebody gets to success but you don't see the all the things in between, all the ups, all the downs. Yep. And and this is like really really groundbreaking. It's really interesting to so once this comes out like how people can really learn from you and and if they're having trouble doing having this voice that that 
you talk about doing, you know, they can actually use you as, as an example to help help them get that voice. So I'd love for you to yes. talk about this project. Okay, so what you're talking about is something called Millionaire Case Study. Now, kind of the backstory on this is, <coughs> excuse me, um, I've done a, a ton of personal growth and development over the last five, six years. I went most of my life without ever reading anything. Um, I just, I just couldn't read. I couldn't have the attention. I didn't have any of the attention span to just sit there. And then um, five, six years ago, like literally in my last year of college, so I went through all of high school, was almost graduating college with my bachelor's degree when I picked up my first ever like personal growth and development book, okay? And throughout all of this, um, reading awesome books like Think and Grow Rich, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People, or studying successful people like Steve Jobs or uh, Del Carnegie's, like just all of the people that, that have made it or even in Thinking Grow Rich, how he talks about the different successful people where he got the principles from. I noticed something, and this is what I noticed I got a ton of value from the principles, but a lot of the stories of successful people were not told throughout the journey, they were always told after the fact. Okay, and the thing about that is, I was like, man. If they're told after, there's got to be something lost in translation because, yeah, once you see a person be successful, then it's go easy to go say, oh, what did they do to be successful and focus on certain elements, you know, and and I think miss so much of it, of, of the actual journey, of the actual truth. You know, yeah, right? and, and even like I can – like if I – if you didn't do this project and I, I came to you, Calvin, 10 years from now – even yourself sharing that that anecdote about yourself and how you got to the point is going to be colored by the success. Yes, that is so true. And I've already seen this a little bit where people have come to me and I'm like, oh, well, easy for you to say. You're, you're, you take action. You're an action taker. I have all this fear. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like you have no freaking idea how normal like – people start out like how they're how we're just everyday people and I'm just, just still working through it and that's so like one of the things that I found that was super helpful for me to recognize these things is first of all hanging around successful people and realizing how human they are that was the first thing that I was like man they are so much more normal than their even their success story but then even deeper I've found like little pieces of people's story before they were successful, and man, did it give me a, a huge like aha and breakthrough, right? Like for example, Gary Vaynerchuk. You know Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Absolutely, yeah. Perfect. One of my favorite people ever. Uh, I oh, he's, am- he's I, amazing. He's amazing. I actually just got on the Ask Gary V show for the first time. I'm super pumped for that. That's episode two. Incredible. That is epic. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, so Gary V, like. When I first saw his story, I was like, man, here's this dude, multimillionaire, just tearing it up. Man, that'd be so cool if I had his type of life, but it'd be, like, it'd be impossible to get that success. Like, it felt un- unattainable. But then, and by the way, his speaking fee is like 50 to 70 grand or something like that for an hour keynote. I'm like, man, that'd be cool. But I don't know if I could ever get there. But then I came across one of his first ever keynotes. Now, something that you know about Gary, we just talked about his Ask Gary V show. What he's really known for in the speaking space is for his Q&As, right? 
the does the Q and A's at the end because that's really where he can show his expertise. He just wrote a book that's basically ba based on Q and A, right? And in this first speech, he does what he that we all know him for now. He opens it up for Q and A. And Tom, do you have any guesses what happened? Oh, I'm not sure. I'll tell you, nothing. Nothing happened. Meaning nobody, he just gave this badass talk, but everybody was so like, who wow. is this dude? Like, he's so full of crap. He got nothing. In fact, he even got like a couple hecklers that like just poked jokes. And he just stood up there awkwardly and said, anyone? Nobody, no questions? Totally awkward on stage. Like, holy crap, this is weird. And he's like, okay, guys, I'm out. See you later. And then had a wow. like a, a half-hearted clap because it was so awkward for everyone. Right now, that to me was a piece of the journey that happened. Like that's not gonna. That's not a story that's gonna ever. That's really gonna be told in 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 the story of his success. Right. But it's not I, sexy. Yeah. It's not sexy. Yeah. But when I saw that, I was like, man. Okay. Now I've had times where I've done something awkward, where that's I the golden moment to a client, and they were like, where I tried to sell them, and they did something weird, and all. Holy crap! That Gary V's gone through something like this too. Even when he's like on stage speaking, he does a Q and A thing, and and nothing happens. Man, before I couldn't visualize myself being where he's at with 50 to 70 grand for an hour keynote. But boy, I can sure visualize myself being awkward on stage for one of the first times, right? And then suddenly, now that I can visualize myself there, I have a bigger belief of being where he is today because he went through that process. You seeing this? So this is that's kind of the, the thing that I was like, man, I wish I could find like – a documentary that was being told as the story was happening, not after. That's the problem with a lot of documentaries is only after the punchline has been told and people know that it's an actually good story, then they go and follow the story. But I'm It's like, like yeah, you, you watch a documentary on the Roman Empire. It's like, that was 2,000 years of yeah, history. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's after the fact, and so the the way it's told is going to be different because people already know the punchline, right? And right. I want to know. I wanted to have a story of somebody that I could follow before I knew the punchline. So the story of somebody going through the actual entrepreneurial process as it was happening, so that if there were lessons that I could glean from it, it was not lessons that somebody just pulled out after they already knew how the story ended, right? <clears throat> after somebody wins a, a battle or a war, it's super easy to go say, oh, that person was brave and that person was courageous and that helped them win, you know? But if you don't know the ending and you're watching somebody go through it, I think it's just such, it's so much more real and you can connect on it on such an awesome human level. And so I searched, I looked for people's stories before they were big and I found little pieces of some people's story and it gave me confidence seeing that they were just going through it and struggling and fumbling and I was like man I if there would be something like this that would be awesome where like one of my goals has been like since I was 15 years old to be a millionaire right <laughs> and I was like I want to see somebody that has done, gone through it from zero to million as it was happening and Lo and behold, there, there, there's nothing out there like it. There's not that thing. There, there's stories that are documented after they've already done it. And so I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to be that story. I'm going to be you, the you case know, study. I, I love this conversation because even, even somebody listening who's been listening to my show for a while here, I, I've done almost over a hundred episodes. They say, oh awesome. yeah, you know, they, they, they see the episode pop up every single day in their, in their feed on, on, on iTunes to this still to this point. And you know, if you, when you go six months in podcasting, it's like, it feels like it's five years. Totally. And still, even today, here, we, we had our call today. And, uh-huh. and everybody can say, oh, they hear the confidence in my voice. Yeah. This is the conversation that literally I had in my head. Of course, I wouldn't do it, but this is the, this is the fears that were in my head. I, my, my, my mind was saying, oh, come on, Tom. You just just cancel, cancel the appointments. Go, go, go watch some TV. Go, totally. go watch Netflix. Uh, you know, or, or even the fear, you know what, you're, you're not going to be able to knock out this call today. So, you know what, why don't you just see if they can reschedule it? And literally yep. for a few hours before our call, that's those thoughts pop up in my mind. Yes. And it's, 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 you have to recognize that. And that is so important for somebody that's thinking about starting a podcast or somebody that's in it and they, and they've hit that wall. They see successful people and they're like, man, how did they ever overcome that? And I, man, I can't do this because I have this fear. No, every successful person has these human thoughts and fears. They are real people. You meet them in person. You can go poke them in the belly. You can touch them on the show. They're actual people. Like I used to have this thing that these successful people were these untouchables like at the tip of a mountaintop. And that's what yes. I'm learning more and more is no, they're just real people. And so <clears throat> more than anything, I – so with Millionaire Case Study, I am not close to where I want to be yet. Not close, and that's the point. Is that's the beauty of it? Is when when momentum happens, and I believe it's coming. I believe it's happening, and I'm going to be a millionaire. Like I'm on the path. I don't want somebody that is just getting started to think that I was just cut from a different cloth, or that's easy for you to say. I want them to be able to go back and see how freaking horrible I was. To see- you know, I, I think it's awesome that you're doing this too because it's it's such powerful accountability for you. And really, yeah. really, man, like hats off for you to doing this because I think so many people, they want to share their story after the fact. They yeah. Wanna sh- they, they want to cover up all the dirt, all the, the, the terrible moments. They want to show their image that it's so perfect and polished. And it's just, it's awesome what you're doing. Dude, it's this is an unnatural thing. You have to almost like be okay with getting a beating. Is it's, it's kind of how it feels like because I want to share the dirt crap as much as I can, like the numbers. Like I recently lost a client, you know, and I want to be able to to share those things. And like the, I had a a, a pretty like it was just a flimsy episode that's going to be coming out in a couple of weeks, but where I was just like in a confused spot. I'm like. I don't know what the frick I'm going to be doing over the next week or two. Like, this is just weird. This is awkward. Man. And that's what I want people to see because guess what? People are going to feel that way somewhere in the journey in life, whether no matter what it is, if anybody is going to aspire to have more, to be more, to go after something greater, they're going to have those, those things. And I want them like in their moment that they feel like quitting to find something Find someone that, holy crap, there's been another person, there's been other people that have been in this exact space and they are where they are to, and they are like well along the path. And the only thing that, that got them to where they are is when in this space they took this choice instead of quitting, right? And that's why I started it so early. I mean I've had this idea for a little while. 
but <clears throat> I had the same type of thoughts that you were that, that you were having, uh, where people want to have success first. In my own personal business, here is a disclaimer: I'm going to be telling this to to more people on Millionaire Case Study. I'm not even close to six figures for my business for the year. Not even close. Not even on target yet, right? I'm just a regular mm. freaking dude that's going after it. And I want people to see that, that, to not think that they're just, that they have to like um, jump in business and make six figures or 200,000. And, but know where I'm going. My target's still a million. So I'm a long way away. So I, you got to imagine that, yeah, I have frustrations too, that it's not exactly where I want to be yet. But when you well, follow that, the journey, that, you'll see that public happen. that public accountability is so powerful. I mean, even someone that's looking to transform their body, if you, if you take if you want to transform your body, stand in front of a mirror every day. Yeah, there's, and there's you'll transform your that. body. Yeah, there's, there's, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I've seen that. So you know, it's, and you think of like you think of the human brain. The human brain is is thousands of years old. It, it's not formatted for success. It's formatted right. for for survival. It just yep. wants to do the least minimum just so it survives. And that's why you yes. know, if I was to ask you this question, Calvin, you know, do you do you think about failure? And you'd say, yes, on a daily basis, I do. Yes. Yes. But it's gotten to the point where I'm okay with failing because within mm -hmm. my own integrity, I would rather move forward and fail than have the regret of, of not going, of not even trying, you know, that, that, that negative feeling is just so much bigger. Uh, like if I'm ever worried, I just have to think about that. Like, dude, what if you don't even try? And I don't even know if I realize this yet, and I'm just starting to to see it a little bit because I'm recognizing it in a pattern with with other things. I notice when I see people going after their dreams, even if it's hard, it inspires me like crazy to to keep on moving forward with a little bit more umph and vigor. And so I think in some way, if I keep doing this and keep trying, um, even if I do have those fears and those things that want to hold me back then maybe it will inspire somebody else to know that they can do it too. You know? Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Calvin, we, I had on recently Justin Christensen. He, he's, the, he's the owner of Conversion Fanatics. And uh -huh. we're talking about this word of congruency. Uh -huh. And congruency, it's in business. It's also in our personal lives. So when you hear that word congruency, what does that mean to you? Oh, my gosh. You're talking about something that we touched on the last episode. Congruency to me is being what you really are and not like getting to the point where the people you love, where you can say, sorry, mom, sorry, dad, this is what I need to go do because that's what I'm called to do. That's what feels congruent to me. That's what it is. It's just finding, it's being integrity with yourself and following through with what you know deep down you should be doing. When you lock that in, it's so much easier to, well, it's not, you know, it's going to be hard, but once you have that locked in, it's going to feel awkward. Yeah. It's going to feel awkward at first, but you hear people talk about, you hear people talk about the word flow, right? Getting in flow, doing what feels good and natural in the beginning, especially if you haven't been congruent. Like for me, I wasn't congruent for years. I was an employee or an, an entrepreneur trapped in an employee role. Right. And so every day I was and it kind of created issues even with the company because companies run on policies and procedures. I was entrepreneurial. I wanted to, to like break stuff and fix it bet to make it better. You know, I wanted to say, well, we should do it this way, not that way. And, and like, it's kind of against the establishment. And so it didn't feel good. Butting heads. Yeah. Yeah. Just a lot of butting heads. And so 
after you're not congruent for so long, when you finally go that way, it might feel weird. It could feel selfish. People might go, dude, what do you think you're doing? Like, who, who do you think you are to think you can go do that? But that's why it has to get to the point where you have to just know it for you. Nobody else in your world can say, hey, don't do this or go some other direction. It has to come to the point where it's just between you, yourself, and I, like me, myself, and I. In the dark closet, I'm sinking in, finding out what should I go do, and I just go do it and trust in myself more than anything else. Oh, I love that. you Guys, you have to know it for yourself, for you. I love that. It's great. Calvin, this has been a wonderful, awesome two days having you on, The Positivity Effect. I just want to ask you one final question. Hit me. You've, you know what? You've said it in so many ways, too, over these past two days, but I just want to give you this opportunity to kind of sum it up for everybody. It's kind of like a little time capsule. If you were okay. suddenly at the end of your life and you were reflecting on everything that you have been through, you've done, you've created, what kind of impact would you want to be remembered for? Man, that is, that is such a good question. I want to be remembered for the example that it doesn't matter where you come from. Like I want to represent the idea that if you have it in your mind that you want to achieve something or you want to be something or go after something, that if you just are capable of having the thought that you want more, you can be more. You can get more. You can do it. That's what I want to represent. I want to give people the permission or whatever that is that if they can think it, they can do it. Oh, that's awesome. Calvin, if I like cut out that one 30 seconds that you just said and just post that, that's going to change some lives, man. So thank you so much hey, for Tom, coming on. It's, it's been, been a pleasure. Awesome. Yeah, thank you again so much for inviting me on these episodes. Uh, yeah, hope we can inspire somebody to, to take the action because when they do, it's better for everyone. It's That's right. It, we, we City on a hill, guys, we all lift each other up. It's It's not about taking it's about giving if we all give together we can make this place this world a better place you know entrepreneurially relationship wise everything everything so just 100 like percent two together awesome calvin's guys check out what calvin is doing at calvinwayman.com and definitely we'll uh keep you in touch okay thank you man catch you later take care hey thank you so much for listening to this episode of the positivity effect. I hope we stirred self-reflection in you on topics like transparency, compassion, and empathy. If you're enjoying the show, please head over to positivityeffects.com and support the show by making a purchase. During the month of May, just enter promo code LAUNCH and you will receive 10% off your order. If you haven't had a chance also, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. They mean the world and they help get the word out about the show. So thank you again for tuning in. See you tomorrow, guys, for another episode of The Positivity Effect. Effect.